I'm here today with uh, Brian Cheney, um, the newest uh, Republican aldermanic candidate for um, the city of Frederick. And um, we're talking to him today about his campaign and a couple other things. Uh, first of all, um, can you tell us a little bit about yourself? Sure. I love yeah. talking about myself. Okay. So. Uh, <laughs> anyway, thanks for you know having me in today. Um, mm-hmm. So a um, little background on myself. People always ask me, where are you from? Uh, basically, I'm from Baltimore, Maryland. Um, I grew up there back in the 60s, back in the 70s, moved up to York, Pennsylvania, went to Penn State, um, came back in 1985 with my first job and lived there until uh, 2002. Uh, 2002, uh, my uh, former wife and four kids moved to uh, Spring Ridge and lived there until 2016. Um, was divorced somewhere around 2013 and married my now wife, Charlotte, and moved downtown into uh, downtown Frederick on 2nd Street. Um, actually, a year ago yesterday, we closed on the house. Mm-hmm. So, um, so and she brings four boys to the family. I have two boys and two girls, so we have mm-hmm. eight kids. So, a Brady Bunch. A Brady yeah. Bunch. And an interesting little tidbit <laughs> is Florence Henderson died on the day that we got married in our house. How about oh, that? So yeah. she passed the baton to us, I think. So, oh, anyway. wow. And what do you do uh, for work? So work uh, is a little bit of, of a long answer. I've been in sales, technology sales, for long, 20-some years. Uh, technology sales, uh, biometric sales, you know, all kinds of technology, things like that. Um, and then in June of last year, uh, my wife and I decided we were going to start our own business. Uh, so my wife is a, a speaker and a writer, so I support her business. But also, I became a, a, a real estate agent. Um, I also do audio, video, and lighting consulting, mainly for churches. I'm a sound engineer for bands around town, uh, but I also do work for commercial companies as well. Um, And then the uh, third thing that I I do, uh, raises some eyebrows when I say it, is I'm a certified divorce coach. So my wife and I both went through very difficult divorces, and when I was done, I was like, there's got to be some profession out there that helps people get through this. And I looked, and sure enough, there was. So I spent a year getting certified. It's American Bar Association certified practice, so um, I help people get through it, hopefully with less conflict and expense than I did. And you are a new addition to the race, right? So right. could you explain that to the yeah. people listening? So how did I get here and why do yeah. I want to do it? So I always <laughs> say it was the wrong place at the wrong time. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, so uh, I've always wanted to, I, I have a very servant heart. I've, I've been involved in volunteer activities throughout my life. Uh, I helped build uh, my uh, first church in uh, Mount Airy, Damascus Road Community Church. I helped start another one um, down in Adamstown, Hope Christian Fellowship Church, which is where I'm at right now. Um, and I've worked with other churches and helped them do things. Uh, a volunteer for uh, Entertainment Committee uh, for uh, Celebrate Frederick, um, and uh, a lot of other things. I've worked on Convoy of Hope over the years. So um, Charlotte and I just totally have fallen in love with Frederick, and I was like, you know, we've got the time and the energy and the resources to give back and, and see what we can do to help make it even better. And um, so it just seemed like a natural fit uh, to be able to bring some new ideas to the table, um, I've got a, a very strong business mind. I'm a businessman. I owned a, a business when I lived in Baltimore. Um, so I know how to, you know, meet expenses, meet payroll, hire people, you know, and things like that. So I think I can bring a lot of um, uh, that experience to the table as well. Um, okay, I can jump in on the, uh, some of the issue questions now, mm-hmm. if uh, you're ready. Okay. Yep. <laughs> um, I don't know if you had seen in the primary election, there was a very low voter turnout. Mm-hmm. And, um, there's been talk to possibly, um, in an effort to remedy that, to move the city election to a gubernatorial or presidential year. Um, is that something that you would support? 
that's a good question. I, I I haven't been in there deep enough to have a really strong opinion on that. I think anything that can raise voter awareness of an election is a good thing. If that's the easiest and least expensive way to do it, because we already have an election, absolutely, that, that makes sense. Um, the other thing that I've heard is um, that uh, even if there are five, in our case, five uh, Republican aldermen uh, on the ticket, we ought to at least be on the ballot and say running unopposed so people can see that we're actually in the race. Um, the other thing that, that somebody brought up, and I hadn't thought of it before, is because there were no Republicans on there, there's no opportunity for a write-in as well. So um, I think those are two things that probably need to be adjusted a little bit, either that or move it to the gubernatorial um, you know, year. So that that's kind of the idea of an open primary where somebody from either party would get a similar ballot, or um, is that what you're saying with having the Republicans on there listed unopposed? Or um, I, I guess so. Yeah, I, I, I'm a little I'm getting a little ahead of myself on yeah. that one. Um, you know, again, the, you want to give. So I, I'm very. You'll hear me use the word customer a lot. I'm a marketing guy. I'm a sales guy, and I always look at what is right for the customer. Um, in this case, the customer is the voter. Um, and I don't think it's up to us to choose um, the method in which they get in touch with us or that they interact with us, whether it's, uh, you know, I like, even like to see online voting or there's some way to authenticate the person that they are who they say they are. Uh, we already have early voting. We have absentee ballots, things like that. So um, let's give the, the voter as much opportunity as they can to vote for all of the viable candidates in, in the last election. We, you know, I don't think we did. Mm-hmm. And... Do you think that the city races should be nonpartisan, or do you like that there's a party as- aspect to it? Boy, I'll tell you what. Before I got into it, I would say no. Um, but there's some there's an argument for nonpartisan, and I'll tell you what it is. I, I mean, if anybody's seen, you know, knows me and knows what I'm passionate about, uh, they'll know I'm a Republican. Um, and uh, now that I've gotten into the race, my first question, going back to the customers, what does the customer need? So what does what do the various um, city agencies need? What do the police need? What does human resources need? What does Bureau of Public Works need? Uh, what does the what does the budget director need? Uh, what does the mayor need? Uh, what do the residents need? And what do the businesses need? Okay. And what I'm doing is I'm going out and then talking to these people and sitting down with them for an hour. I sat down with uh, Chief Argus uh, last week or the week before for about an hour. I said, what are you looking for? What do you need? What do you want to do? You know, what's in your way? Gave me a lot of good things. So many good things. I had to go back to my website and change a few things because I got ahead of myself. And so um, by really listening and finding out what people need, um, I'm finding that some of the things that need done are maybe not so traditional Republican things. They are things that make sense for the city. So I'm looking for things that make sense for the city. And um, if they happen to differ a little bit from my own views, I'm here to serve the city however I have to, and I'll, I'll get the job done that way. Okay. Um, you mentioned the police chief. So we can jump into another question here. Um, the Board of Aldermen are currently discussing, I think they're actually workshopping it today, um, a request or a plan to um, have a new police headquarters. Um, and there were several locations that were suggested, uh, the Trinity Schools, the Inner Farm. Um, I don't know if that came up in your conversation with the chief, but I guess what, where would you like to see a new police sure. headquarters? The place I would like to see it is wherever the people who are in charge of that department want to have it. Mm-hmm. Uh, the people who are closest to the quote-unquote business or closest to uh, the job, I think, are the best ones to make the decision for it. So I asked uh, Chief Hargis that, and he is right now favoring the Trinity School. Mm-hmm. Um, I asked him, I said, well, what about the argument of putting a substation, if that's the right term, 
out on the Golden Mile where there obviously are a lot of issues. And he said, well, he said, the problem with that is that to set up one station, you need six people. And if you need six people in there, that's a big expense um, to, to, to put in, in a new location and which, you know, it's require a lot of uh, budgeting. Um, he said, my guess, actually not his guess, um, people uh, in, in any area uh, want to see not so much a building sitting on a corner somewhere. They want to see um, police on the beat, in the cars, mm-hmm. uh, on the segways, on the bikes, patrolling around the neighborhoods, looking for being in the right place at the right time when crimes occur or being able to respond quickly. So mm-hmm. his position, and I'm not a police officer, I've never been you know, in <laughs> law enforcement or anything like that. Uh, and he's been very successful down in Portsmouth. I would say he's, and he's done a heck of a job here in town by keeping crime rate low and having it decline. I, I would defer to whatever, you know, the experts say. And in his case, I would say he's the expert. Okay. Okay. Um, you live in downtown Frederick. Mm-hmm. Um, what are you doing to get to know other parts of the city and, and their needs? You mentioned the Golden Mile there. Mm-hmm. Sure. So um, I showed up last night for the Golden Mile Alliance meeting, uh, planning meeting down at City Hall at, uh, I think it started at six o'clock and I walked in and there was nobody there. So it was canceled. So I tried Aww. to get in touch with people and I walked in and uh, I can't remember the gentleman's name that's at the desk there. So I don't think they're having it today. So anyway, I'm trying to, you know, I'm ramping up very quickly here. A week ago, I just got in the race, but I'm looking around mm-hmm. and s- saying, basically looking to myself, okay, what don't I know about? Now, one thing I do know about are neighborhoods because I lived in Spring Ridge for a long time. And their needs are a little bit different than you know what would be downtown. So I have to keep force, forcing myself to realize there are neighborhoods outside of the city. So I'm, and I'll just throw this out there: anybody that has a need in these uh, neighborhoods outside of the city, uh, you know, if you go on my website and you see I haven't addressed something that's a real need for you, let me know because mm-hmm. I need to know. And if I have enough people that agree with it, that's going to be an issue I'll work on. Mm-hmm. Um, speaking of needs, um, the. Uh, Transportation funding is a huge part of the city budget. It's something that, you know, a lot of people care about. Um, If you were elected to the board, what are the transportation priorities that would be at the top of your list? So I haven't seen, so actually I have a meeting tomorrow, I think at 11 a.m. or 10 a.m., I can't can't remember which time, with um, the budget director for the city. Mm -hmm. Um, And um, I want to go into some of those questions. um, And I've reviewed the budget a little bit, but I, I need to dig into that more. Um, I don't know uh, off the top of my head what are the you know what's actually in that budget and what's funded right now. Mass transit obviously is is something. Uh, probably you know may, maybe infrastructures in there. Um, so I used to commute a lot to uh, in one of my jobs that I had down to Washington D.C. and I mm-hmm. took the Mark train and I took the Red Line and all that and it was a great way to go. Um, and I got a lot of reading done, which was great. Yeah, my um, husband my husband did that. Did he, he read like four books a week or something. Oh yeah, I read Harry Potter books. I could actually talk with my kids probably last time I did. Um, anyway, so, you know, there's some, so I'm, I owned a bike shop in Baltimore. So um, I'm very aware of, you know, the needs for biking. I sat on a committee that helped get a law passed that all children have to wear helmets in Maryland. That was way back in like 1990s. Um, so I'm aware of that. I would like to see I think we have some bike lanes, which are great, but I'd like to see more of an awareness uh, for um, motorists uh, to, you know, know what rights, you know, bikes have. Like there's a law that you're supposed to have three feet between the bike and the car. Mm -hmm. The other thing, because my wife and I and our dog walk around downtown all the time, and this applies actually to the suburbs just as much, is that it is state law that you're supposed to ride a bike on on uh, on the road. Mm -hmm. Not the sidewalk, unless it's a shared use path. Shared use, uh, use paths are along Carroll Creek. Um, but there's been more than one time we're walking on the sidewalk and we just got plowed over by a bike or, 
uh, you know, the run of our dog. Mm-hmm. So I'm, I'm got a cool idea. At least I think it's a cool idea. Is um, let's come up with little gift cards to down, downtown Frederick or wherever, or even in suburbs, where if the police find a, you know, bicyclist on the road following the law, hey, you're following the law. Here you get a little prize. Mm-hmm. So rather than negative enforcement, let's do it positively. Okay. And they'll realize, wow, look at that. Okay, I didn't know that was a law. All right. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then this word will spread. Hey, guess what, guys? I got a dollar to, you know, the creamery or whatever. Yeah. And, uh, and then the word will get around. So okay. it's a nice way to do it. Um, sticking with downtown, mm-hmm. uh, one of the biggest issues, I covered the General Assembly. Mm-hmm. Um, so one of the biggest issues that's been discussed at a city level and a county level, now a state level, is the downtown hotel mm-hmm. uh hotel and conference center proposal i'm wondering what your thoughts are on that um whether you support the city's partnership in that program um and whether you think it's a good idea generally absolutely i think it's a good idea i think so first of all we don't have a you know uh high quality hotel uh downtown in the downtown area um at least that i'm aware of and one of the reasons i'm aware of it because my wife and i had a big party celebrating our wedding this past (laughs) summer and we had to send all of our guests uh down to westview so, you know, there was some lost revenue there that the city could have had if we could have put 175 guests in a downtown uh, hotel. So um, I think that uh, I actually asked Randy about the funding, about how it was working last weekend. And, um, you know, it sounds like a pretty good package. It sounds like Marriott is funding, you know, most of it. Uh, the city's putting in some of it. Um, I'm a big uh, proponent of private partner, uh, public-private uh, partnerships uh, in my Sales career, I've worked you know, with um, you know companies and governments around the world who I think kind of do a, a little bit more of it than we do here, pretty successfully, and um, and I, th- I think it's a good mix. I don't think taxpayers should shoulder you know all or most of some of these projects. Um, however, if it's something that the city really wants to do or a municipality really wants to do, and a private company doesn't see profit in doing it. Um, then you have to make a call. This is something that the city needs that you know, we're just going to do. That's, that's, I think it's, again, it's up to the customer. It's up to the residents and the businesses who are paying the bill to make that decision and, and do it. Okay. Do you think it's important, given the conversations that are happening about that project on the county level and the state level, where it's maybe a bit more contentious, um, do you think it's important that the project has bipartisan support at the city level? Do you think that helps... Um, maybe bridge the gap between the arguments that are being had? Sure, bipartisan support is always the goal. Um, uh, however, I was on trustees for a number of years at my church, and and also as a sound engineer, you're never going to please everybody. You're always going to have some outliers. Uh, I think the goal is to you know, hit, hit the best middle ground as you can. Nobody likes you know a one-sided argument shoved down their throat. Um, and I think at the end of the day, I, I'm a big believer of, you know, when there's some contention or something needs done, um, let's sit down at the table and talk about it and, and see where we can find some middle ground. Always let the other guy save face, you know, see, see what you can do. So. Okay. Um, jumping a little bit away from downtown, um, I don't know how familiar you are, you are with the Westside Regional Park Plan. I know that they created a task force this year, finally. They bought land in 2009. Um, and it's finally coming to fruition. Um, oh, the Hargett Farm? Yeah, the Hargett okay, Farm. Right. <laughs> and um, I guess, like, what would you like to see developed at that site? They're finally getting to, into specifics now. So mm-hmm. kind of what would you like to see go there? Sure. So <laughs> my first answer is back to the customer. You know, mm-hmm. whatever um, the, the, the people who are funding that, the taxpayers, think is needed the most 
it takes priority, okay? Second underneath that would be my opinion. My opinion is I've had four kids in swimming um, th throughout now that we have a pair of 23-year-olds, 20-year-olds, 18-year-olds, and 13-year-olds, and they've all been in swimming. <laughs> we just lost the Frederick High School pool, mm -hmm. and even when we had the Frederick High School pool, I was still driving my kids to Middletown, to Walkersville, mm -hmm. I mean, all over the place, uh, and I'm a big believer in swimming, not just from a physical standpoint, but from a discipline standpoint. It's, I still pull on life lessons from my swimming days as you know, as an adult right now. Uh, I would love to see some type of natatorium put in uh, along the lines of what's down in uh, Germantown. Maybe not quite that fancy, but um, something like that. Uh, I think we need a good indoor pool uh, for um, competitive swimming. Okay. Um, another issue of just access equality. Um, in the city of Frederick, or in the uh, county, the area median income is about $90,000. Mm. Um, that's a lot higher than the rest of the state sure. of Maryland, about $12,000 higher. Um, but United Way did a report recently that um, looked at whether or not people were able to get by based on the costs of living in a place. Um, and they found that one in three Frederick County families have a hard time making ends meet. Mm -hmm. So um, what do you think is the cause of that? Do you think that there's a role for city policy in addressing that? Um, so the, and actually you're, we're about double the national average, double, I mean, I think the median income nationally is about 45 or 49,000. Mm -hmm. So we are very blessed to be in a very, you know, lucrative region of the country. Um, and, uh, you know, I don't doubt those figures at all. I, I think that, um, uh, I think two things. I think that the, um, that uh, the government can, if there are some, again, if there's room in the budget to help people, to help that one third, make ends meet, um, and, and it's, it's a budget priority that the voters say, yes, we want that in the budget, absolutely, that'd be good. I'd also like to maybe point those same people towards nonprofit organizations who aren't government organizations. There's a lot of very good nonprofit organizations around there, some churches that will help uh, people that are you know, in that kind of need as well. Um, and to not always go to government. You know, I mean, government has, a, has its place, but there's also a lot of other good organizations out there um, that will uh, that that can help as well. And also, I'm I'm a believer. I think we have a great workforce center down the the one down off of Spectrum Drive. I think the other thing is if you don't like what you're making, um, you know, there's uh, increase your skill set or change careers. I've changed careers a bunch of times in in my lifetime. Um, and um, uh, and look at something that you can you know actually make more money at and, and make more uh, 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 to take care of your family better. So and that's a great resource. I've used it myself. Mm -hmm. Do you think that the city has an adequate housing stock and an adequate affordable housing stock? Um, I don't think so. Um, I, I, as a real estate agent, I have a really clear-cut answer on that, but I just got my license in May, so all this, everything's <laughs> new to me. So um, the, uh, the, on the, I know it's one of the things you know, I want to do is possibly in, invest in some properties around Frederick, and they're hard to find. As soon as they come on the market, they're gone, especially the low ones. I mean, there's almost nothing below $200,000 yeah. that I see out there. Mm -hmm. Um, I am aware of a couple of properties that are um, either approved or soon to be approved that will add um, some affordable housing, you know, in downtown Frederick, which is some good news. Um, but again, it, it comes down to, you know, if there's a profit, um, you know, availability there, uh, people are going to build that type of property. If it's not, then you have to look to, you know, federal, state, or local government resources uh, to input there to make it profitable for someone. Again, the par private, uh, public-private par partnership model, I think, is the best. Mm -hmm. okay. What um, do you think about um, cities or counties moving to implement their own minimum wage policies? 
Well, um, I haven't. I know that's a big national debate, uh, mm -hmm. and there's state laws and guidelines around it. Um, I haven't heard of any local city um, discussion on that. If there yeah, is, I've sorry, there has not been a city okay. discussion okay, about okay, it. Got it. All right. Montgomery County is talking about it Are right they? now. Um, it's been a discussion in Baltimore City. So I was wondering if you think, you know, that would have any role in, in Frederick City or Frederick County. Uh, you know, until it becomes a Frederick City issue, I don't have any comment on it. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> what do you think about the city's property tax rate? Um, do you think it, it's fair? Would you hold it steady, decrease it, increase it? <laughs> you saw the house I live in, you'd know I think it's too high. So it is very high. Um, it's, um, uh, so here's how I answer that. And on my website, I have, you know, a, a, an idea as to how to um, evaluate, you know, the, the tax rate. So um, first of all, if the tax rate is going to be high, and it is high, and from what I'm hearing from people who have done some research on it, it, it does appear to be higher than other uh, places, other cities similar to us. Uh, but what I'm hearing from residents and from businesses is that we're not getting the value for those taxes. Uh, something as simple as, you know, say recycling. Um, you know, uh, I know at our house, it's we get it, uh, you know, once every two weeks. I really need it every week because the recycling ends up going in the trash and that's not the objective of it. Um, so um, from businesses, I'm hearing the same things. I, mean, I need my sidewalks taken care of better. I need, you know, better street cleaning, whatever. I need more police presence. So the, the value question comes in into play. So are we delivering the value that we can for the dollars that we're paying? The other thing I would look at is um, benchmarking. What other cities like ours across the country with similar demographics, and you're not going to be able to match it up 100%, but similar demographics, what's their tax rate? So if we're way above, well, then we have a discussion to, to have there to say, how do we get it in line? If it's below, well, I'm going to keep my mouth shut, okay? Uh, <laughs> but if it's, if it's in line, then we have to look at delivering more value and then maybe being more efficient with the government, which is the second point that the Republicans are, are uh, you know, on our slate which is um, how do we make government more efficient? We're not saying cut people. We're not saying cut departments. Are they getting, do they have the tools and the processes and the technology to do their job as efficiently as possible? If not, I want to know what you need and let's see if we can get it for you. Mm -hmm. um, you had mentioned you're part of the Republican Party and you have, you align with a lot of Republican like values. What are the main like Republican values that you kind of align with? Um, so, uh, again, you know, I like to center my comments around city issues. I mean, you know, mm -hmm. I, I have the traditional, you know, Republican values, not all of them. I, quite frankly, I, I'm not happy with my party in Washington. Mm -hmm. uh, you know, we sent them down there to get a job done. Uh, they really haven't done anything. Um, you know, uh, every time Donald Trump sends out a tweet or he gets on the radio, I kind of cringe a little bit, you know, <laughs> it's kind of like the Michael Scott thing is like, oh, what's he going to say now? So, um, uh, so I'm, I'm not real happy with what's going on down there with either party. Um, you know, we just, uh, they just finally, I guess, uh, put the Obamacare repeal thing mm -hmm. to bed, you know, yesterday. Um, and I'm not saying, and I wasn't even following what their policies were to, to fix it. It needs fixed. Uh, so my wife and I are in an individual plan right now, and um, Cigna canceled their insurance, mm -hmm. so I have to find a new plan. The new plans that are coming out, I just found, are going up 52% for us. I have no idea what it's going to cost, but I mean, you know, it's it's probably double most people's mortgage payment in a year, and it needs to be fixed. And uh, I don't know how they're going to do it. I don't know what, I don't know what mm -hmm. the solution is. Uh, but, um, you know, the... Um, uh, you know, the, uh, like, again, the, the national politics are very different than the local politics, which goes back to your other question is, you know, do we do a, a non, you know, partisan mm -hmm. election? Um, you know, 
I'm finding, you know, there's a lot of commonality between a lot of the positions, not all of them, but a lot of the positions that uh, the Democratic um, aldermen and the Republican aldermen, you know, mm-hmm. have. Mm-hmm. What uh, are your top three city issues? Top three city issues? Yeah. Well, you heard one of them, the recycling. drives me nuts. <laughs> uh, you know, but that's not a big one. You know, probably the, the biggest one is making sure that we get um, uh, the value that we should be getting for our taxes. And if we're not, uh, let's see if we can adjust the tax rate and, and uh, to a more realistic level. Um, something I've heard from a number of business owners, and I don't know if this is possible, but I'm going to research it. And who knows, it's probably been you know beat to death over the pen, past 10 years, and I don't even know it. Um, is business owners are like, you know, if I'm going to pay all the, if I own property in downtown Frederick, I ought to be able to vote. I don't know if that's viable or not. I see their mm-hmm. point, you know, but then well, how much property I own a thousand dollar piece of land or I own a million dollar piece of land. Do they have the same voting rates? I don't know. Mm-hmm. I don't know where that's been. They used to be able to do it. Now they can't. I, I want to be educated on that and find out. Mm-hmm. Um, do you have one more? That was two. So that's two. So yeah. <laughs> I'm putting you on the spot. Yeah, so the third one is public safety. I, I think there's, I, we are, uh, like I said, we, we need whatever um, uh, Chief Hargis is doing, we need to give him the tools and technology and budget to keep doing what he's doing and make it better. I'll tell you what the big one is, um, is uh, well, there's actually two. Uh, the opioid epidemic, and also I'm reaching out to other communities like the deaf community. We have a lot of um, deaf people that live around mm-hmm. us. Wonderful people, we love them. Um, I reached out to them and said, hey, what could the city of Frederick be doing differently uh, to help the deaf community and wow do i have a list and in fact i went to a party last night uh with all deaf people and had a great discussion with them i don't know asl but i've pr- i've promised that i'm going to take uh online a- asl lessons and hopefully be up to speed really quick uh, but they're wonderful people we have the best school in the world right here mm-hmm. in our backyard celebrating 150 year anniversary mm-hmm. next year we ought to be the leader. We shouldn't be just good. We should be the best. And I, there was a woman there last night that came from California, and California is doing way more than we are doing for the deaf community. And I was like, we need to talk, and I want to know what they're doing so we can replicate it here. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's that's and the opioid epidemic, that's touched almost. I mean, probably almost every family. Um, we're not handling it right. I know people who have been through that, who are in that. Um, and uh, there's a lot more we can do, a lot more different ways we should be doing it. And again, I'm going to, as a gentleman yesterday, I won't say his name, um, I had a conversation with him who's uh, been uh, in jail and out, and he's clean. I'm like, what can we be doing differently? What do we need to do? And wow, did he have some good ideas. Um, and he, you know, and you've heard it a lot. We need to be treating it as a health issue, not a crime issue. You talk to uh, um, Sheriff Jenkins, he'll say the same thing. Hargis will say, say the same, th- same thing. Um, we're not doing it right. And we got to do it right because our kids are dying. Mm-hmm. And do you have any, you know, pie in the sky idea for the city of Frederick? Absolutely. So. Boy, I got a good one. At least <laughs> okay. I think it's great. So one of the issues <laughs> I met with um, uh, Alan Feinberg uh, for, on the East Side Rising yesterday, uh-huh. Frederick Coffee, mm-hmm. and said, give me a brain dump. I want to know what's going on here. I need to bring it up to speed. And boy, he did. He, what a great guy. Um, anyway, um, one of the big problems with the city is, uh, well, from, so one way to solve the tax problem is get more business in the city, okay, because they will produce taxes and not use them. Um, so the problem with that is parking, okay, so where do you put the parking? Well, we're a little limited on parking. If we do the east side thing right, that's a great opportunity to put in parking. But what if we go a step further? So I was looking at an old picture from 1920s or whatever, and there used to be a trolley that used to go from Middletown down to the Frederick News Post building downtown. And um, I'm thinking, why don't we 
look at doing some type of rail service between Middletown and Mount Airy and maybe Thurmont and Urbana so that people can commute in, okay, and, and the parking can be on the outlying areas, maybe you park there and, and you work in to alleviate some of the traffic. We're becoming a very pedestrian city. On first Saturdays, you can't walk downtown. Mm-hmm. I'm thinking, why don't we block off the roads on first Saturday? Mm-hmm. So it, it's safer and you can walk and it'll, you know, more, mm-hmm. be more conducive to things like that. So, you know, who knows? I may get <laughs> shot down on that one, but I think it's a cool idea. Okay. okay. Um, and I'm probably going to wrap up. Okay. About uh, done with time, but um, where can people go to find out more info about you? I know you have a website, but... Sure. Uh, so. Ch- Cheneyforalderman.com. Okay. Cheneyforalderman.com. F-O-R? Or? F-O-R, yes. Okay. And C-H-A-N-E-Y for Alderman.com. Okay. 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 And are you on social media too? Oh, or? Yeah. Okay. okay. Absolutely. <laughs> just look you up? Yep, just you'll find it. So Cheney for Alderman, you'll find it on, on Facebook. Okay. okay. Well, thank you very much for coming. Thank you. Yeah, thank you for coming. I think that's all we have. Great. All right, thank you.